In the fourth Perik of Igeris HaTshuva, the Altareb is explaining the difference between Neshamois, Yisroel, that are part of Shem Havaya, part of the name of Yudke Vavke. They are part of the Pnimi, is the inner energy of Hashem, so to speak, whereas everything else in the world comes from only Shem Elohim. And this includes even Malachim. Malachim too are coming from the more external part of Hashem's energy, and that's why they come from Shem Elohim, which is more external compared to Shem Havaya. In connection to this, the Alter Rebbe brings three psukim showing the Malachim are called by the name Elikim. The first Pesukim, Hashem Elikeichem, is Elikeho Elikim. Hashem, your God, the God of the Jews, is the God of the Elikim of the Malachim. Another Pesukim, Hoidul Elikeho Elikim, praise Hashem, the God of Elikim of the Malachim. And finally, a Pesukim, Vayavoyu Bneho Elikim, Lies Yatsev, that the children, Bneho Elikim, again referring to the Malachim, are, came to stand in front of Hashem. The Rebbe's father, Ablevi Yitzchak, explains in his notes on the Tanya that these three psukim that the Alt Rebbe brings are corresponding to three levels that there are in Malachim. There are Serafim, there are Chayos, there are Ifanim, existing in three different spiritual worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, and corresponding to these three levels of Malachim, the Alt Rebbe brings three psukim. So too, the letters from of the letters with which Hashem creates these malachim. There are three types of letters. There are letters of machshava of thought. There are letters of dibur of speech. There are letters of mice of action. Here the Alter Rebbe doesn't explain, or the Rebbe's father also doesn't explain what letters of action are. But in Igeris Hakodesh elsewhere, in Tanya, the Alter Rebbe explains letters of action means when you see a written letter. So there are three types of letters again corresponding to these three worlds from where these malachim are coming from. The letters of thought are associated with the world of Bria, that of speech with the world of Yitzira, and the ones of action associated with the world of Asiya. So these three types of Malachim are coming from three different types of letters and words from Hashem. The question that Rebbe asks is, why is it relevant here in Igeret to know how each type of Malach is coming from a different kind of letter, a different type of letter, and to know these different levels of the shoirish, of the root of the Malachim. Seemingly, all that was relevant was just to know that all Malachim are coming only from the name Elohim, as opposed to Neshamis, which are coming from Shem Havaya. Another general thing that Rebbe says that we need to understand over here, in the general content of what the Alter Rebbe is explaining in Igeris HaTshuvah, this idea that Malachim are coming from Shem Elohim is, as we said before, coming in continuation to the idea that we're trying to explain the special quality of Neshamis over everything else in creation. Everything else, including Malachim, is coming from the Chitzonis, from the outer part of Hashem's energy, within the Asara Ma'amoris, the ten sayings with which Hashem creates the world, whereas the Neshama is coming from the Pnimis, from the inner energy of Hashem. Although the Neshama eventually also comes down through words and letters, that the Abishta creates the person with in order that the Neshama should be able to come down into a body in the physical world. And it's a continuation to this that the Alter Rebbe said, that the Malachim are called by the name Elikim, as opposed to the Neshamas, which are part of Shem Avaya, because I said Elikim is the Chitzonius relative to Avaya. Now, although all things are created from Shem Elikim, we say only Malachim are actually called by the name Elikim, because by Malachim, their energy is, a very re, is in a very revealed way. The question, however, is, why would it be important over here, why would it be relevant over here in Igeris HaTshuva to discuss this aspect of the Malachim? Seemingly, the only thing we're trying to discuss is that everything else is coming from Chitzonius, including Malachim, whereas Neshamis are coming from the Pnimius. 
Moreover, the Rebbe says, if we're try, we're, we were trying to emphasize the advantage of Malachim, uh, of, of Neshamis over Malachim, that Neshamis are coming from Shem Avayi, whereas everything else is coming from Shem Malachim. But it seems to be that we're now speaking about the advantage of Malachim. Malachim are called by the name of Alikim. Why are they called Alikim different to everything else that's coming from Shem Alikim? And yet they're not called Alikim. Only Malachim are called Alikim. Because their energy, their chayis is in a revealed way. Now what about Neshamis? Neshamis come from Shem Avaya, but they're not called by the name of Avaya. Because their chayis is not in a revealed way. So it ends up that we see, seemingly, we're actually discussing the advantage of the Malachim over the Neshamis. So to explain this, the Rebbe says, what the Alt Rebbe is actually trying to explain to us is not only that the Shoyrish of the Neshama is coming from Shem Havaya, up above, but that even as the Neshama is down here in this world in a goof, it's still connected to Shem Havaya. And that is really the special advantage of the Neshama of the person over all other creatures. That means that even though everything is rooted in Shem Havaya, technically everything starts off in Shem Havaya. Then there's Shem Alekim that's blocking out the oil of Shem Havaya, concealing that like That's why we say things come from Shem Alekim. Nevertheless, by everything else, they remain connected to Shem Alekim, and that seems to be their main for, a, a source of chayas. Whereas what we're saying about the neshama is that even after it comes down to this world, it's always associated with Shem Avaya. How is this expressed? So on the surface level, we'll be able to say, in most cases, for most things in the world, the godly energy is, is, is hidden. Elohim, as we know, is begmatri hateva nature. That means when we look at the world, it seems like it's world running based on nature. We don't see the godliness in it. The advantage of the neshama is that here we see more the idea of hashgacha protis, how Hashem is taking care of the Jewish nation, how Hashem takes care of each individual yid in a way that's higher than nature. And that's why we say it's more associated with Shem Havaya. But the Rebbe says, if that's the case, then there isn't such a huge difference between the neshamois and everything else, an essential real difference. We're only saying that there are different levels of how much Hashem's energy is revealed. For example, we say that in the heavens, in the heavenly bodies, the godly energy generally is more revealed than down here in this world. That's what we say, the Pasuk says, look up to the heavens, and you'll come to recognize that Hashem created this all. So we'll say by a Nisham, it's even a bit more than that. But it's not really such an essential difference between the Nishamas and everything else. Another point. Then it would only be saying that the neshama is pointing to Hashem more than other things are. But that still wouldn't mean that the neshama is part of Hashem. And this is why the Alt Rebbe is actually coming to add these words and saying that when he says, and he brings the three psukim, this is really going to tell us the crucial or essential difference between the malachim, sorry, between the neshamois and everything else in creation, how there really is a very, very essential difference. How so? So we said before that the Alter Rebbe brings three psukim corresponding to the three worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiyah, Malachim, these three worlds. Now, on one, on, in, on one level we could explain this. What, why are these, these three different levels of Malachim? The first posik, where the posik says, referring to the Malachim, referring to the Yidden, it says that Hashem Eloikeichem, your God, the Eibishter of the Yidden, is also the Eibishter of the Malachim, Elokeicho Elikim is showing that there's a connection between the Malachim and the Neshamis. As opposed to the next two psukim, there's no mention about the Yidin at all. There's an advantage in the second posik over the third posik. In the second posik, it says, which means the Malachim are being called by the name Elohim, whereas in the third posik, they're only called, being, being called Bnei Elohim. 
So the Rebbe says we can explain that these are the three worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. Because in the first world, corresponding, the first Pasuk, corresponding to the world of Bria, Bria is known as the world of thought. And therefore, that's why over here we emphasize, we say the connection between Malachim and Bnei Yisrael, because Yisrael, Olud Machshav, and Malachim are part of Hashem's thought. The Nishamis, excuse me, are part of Hashem's thought. He didn't come up in Hashem's thought as opposed to everything else, which comes from Hashem's speech, etc. In the second passage, even though, on the one hand, it's not connecting the Malachim with the Nishamis Yisrael, but still the Malachim themselves are being called Elohim, which means that the idea of Elikus is felt inside of them in a much more revealed way, because Yitzira is a world of light, it's called, it's, it's, the Pasuk says, Yoytzer Oyer, the world of Yitzir is associated with revelation. So there's more of a godly revelation in these Malachim, as opposed to the third Pasuk, where they're not even call, being called Elikim, but rather Bnei Elikim, this is already corresponding to the world of Asiya, where even the name Elikim is not so revealed. However, the Rebbe says, this is still not a sufficient beer, because the difference then between the second and the third Pasuk would only be in what way the Malachim are receiving their Chayis, and the second Pasuk, it's a little bit more revealed, their chayis is more revealed, and that's why they're called alikim, than in the third pasuk, where their godly energy is not as revealed. But if we look at the Rebbe's father's words, that the malachim are created by these three different types of letters, three different types of words, I mean, there are three different categories of oiseus, it sounds like they're actually very, very different in the kind of chayis that they're getting, and that somehow these three psukim are hinting to these three levels. How do we understand that? Says the Rebbe, when we have the letters of machshava of thought, these letters of thought are going to be the source also to your letters of speech, what you're eventually going to say, or the letters of maisa, the letters that will eventually come down into action, like in writing or something like that. The oisius of dibur, the oisius of speech, don't contain inside themselves. They're, they're, they don't have inside of themselves in a revealed way the letters of machshava. So the oisius of dibur only have two things, the dibur and how they are going to be a source for the oisius of maisa. And finally, in the Oisius of Maisa, you don't have neither Machshava or Dibur, you only have the Maisa. So the Rebbe says, now we can understand the connection to these three Psukim even more. In the first Pasuk, it says three times the word Elikim. Ki Hashem Eloikeichem hu Elikeiho Elikim. Because here it's corresponding to the letters of Machshava and the world of Bria. The letters of Machshava, which includes also the other two, Dibur and Maisa. That's why it's three letters. Three times Elikim, three types of letters. In the second Pasuk, it says, Hoidu Elikim. It says twice the word Elikim, corresponding to the letters of Dibur that also include Misa. Finally, in the third Pasuk, you only have one time the name Elikim, because this is now corresponding only to the letters of Misa. What did we see over here? That in each letter, it is not revealing the higher letter, but it's containing and revealing the, the, and, or con- including inside of itself the lower letter. Says the Rebbe, now we'll understand the main difference between Bnei Yisrael, Neshamis Yisrael, and everything else. So in everything else that's coming from Shem Elikim, Shem Elikim, which is concealing on Shem Avaya, so you only see the Shem Elikim, you only have Shem Elikim, even though technically everything's coming from Shem Avaya, but in all of the creations and all of the things that come from Shem Elikim, it only seems to be coming from Shem Elikim and not from Shem Havaya. Furthermore, even in the Malachim themselves that come from Shem Elikim, as we just said, you're going to have the Malachim that are at least coming from the letters of Machshava, and then you have the ones of Dibur or Maisa, which don't even contain or reveal the higher letters than themselves. But Neshama Yisrael, even though they're Neshama Beguf, the advantage of them is that they actually have, in a revealed way, that inside of them is shining the Shem Havaya itself.